Um, all right, we should be live. Let me check here. <clears throat> hey guys, what's going on? Um, just making sure we're live. Can we get a five by five in the chat? Make sure you can hear us. Um, I just got the notification, so we should be live. How's it going tonight, everybody? Uh, I know a lot of people have been looking forward to this one, parts one and two. There was a lot of information, a lot to digest. People had questions. Uh, people wanted to see proof of Dan's technology. And um, uh, he has some photos we're going to go over, some uh, provisional patents we're going to talk or go over, or at least one of them. He has more than that. Uh, we're we're going to cover, um, we're going to, the second half of the show, we're going to go into uh, the audience questions, questions from the chat. Sorry, I was closing this thing out of my screen. Um, second half of the show, we're going to turn it over to you guys for questions. Um, we have Jace in the chat who's going to be taking some of the questions. Aaron's going to be looking uh, for your questions also. So if you have any, uh, make sure you save those for the second half. Um, before we get started, um, I'm going to go over the uh, we're going to talk about our conference because Dan is actually going to be a speaker at our conference next May through the 2nd or May 2nd through the 5th, Grafton, Illinois, um, Secret Space Conference. That link is below in the chat if you guys are interested in buying tickets. Let me share my screen real quick. Okay, can you guys see that, Aaron? The, yeah. The website? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Um, there it is. So... Yeah, this is something I'm really looking forward to. Um, as you guys know, this secret space program, it's a very, um, it's a, it's a controversial topic right now. We, we have people coming forward um, who may or may not be frauds or shills, um, planned opposition, misinfo, disinfo agents. Um, so we're really going to try and do our best to bring everybody together and um, try and make sense of all this, build a case, and everybody, every speaker is going to share their testimony and play their own part. Uh, here's the website if you're interested four days 12 speakers 444 bucks this is a beautiful place um i'm really excited about the location um that that 444 dollars does include the meal plan uh which is which is great for four days breakfast lunch and dinner it's a buffet it's going to be awesome live stream pass is available for those who can't make it and people in other parts of the world for 111 dollars uh, Tony Rodriguez, Jackie Pierce, Daryl James, Suzanne Spooner, Mark Demisio, Laura Eisenhower, Dan Cooper, Rebecca Rose, Jermaine Chavez, uh, Kate Buckley, William Nutter, or Johan Fritz, and Jody. We have Ivan Teller going to be there doing some private sessions, music by Lala Deaton. We're going to be doing some sky watches. It's going to be awesome, guys. If you want to come hang out with us, um, make sure to grab a ticket and uh, check it out. All right, let me stop this share. All right, so let me get let me close the screen real quick. How's it going, Dan? What's going on your part? What's going on in your neck of the woods? I just moved, so it's all changes are very exciting. Right. Um, so just we'll just jump right into it. We'll just jump straight into this. Um, the main thing is here. So people last time, like they, they just wanted more. They wanted more information about, in particular, the technology, the device you were talking about that can that people you eventually be able to place in your home and, and, it'll, and it'll basically right. sure. um, 
provide energy for your entire home. We'll get into some of that. But before that, I want to, um, I want you to ex- explain to people why you decided now, why you chose now to come forward with this information um, instead of later or earlier. Like, why now? Well, it wasn't until 2014 that I started developing myself as a physicist. And as I developed, as I discovered uh, the technology that the secret space program has, and I started looking at secret space program information to see what made more sense because the, uh, because I redeveloped a lot of the technology, I, I know what's true and what isn't uh, in testimony that's being presented about the technology. So the technology kind of got me looking around at, well, there's at the secret space program. That's what got me into it from discovering the technology. That's what convinced me that the secret space program was real. And it also brought memories of my um, 20 and back back, as well. It brought it back. So that was in 2014. I started becoming interested, but I didn't really want to come. I I wasn't interested in becoming, coming forward until I I was convinced the technology was being suppressed and I wasn't going to be allowed to um, manufacture it. I wasn't going to be allowed to be involved in manufacturing technology. So as I was explaining to the admiral who was recruiting me at the time uh, from the NSA that, you know, I'm, I'm either going to be opposing the ICC, legally speaking, meaning in court, uh, or, or I'm going to be bringing out the technology for manufacturing purposes. So I committed myself when I, when I was at the end of my legal career in 2013, I committed to bringing out the technology one way or the other, either bring it out personally and get it manufactured or sue the government for not releasing the technology. And that's what I was committed to. So this is, this is part of that process coming out and disclosing the technology, disclosing my, um, <clears throat> my 20 and back years. Uh, that's just part of what I had basically told the government, the ICC, I told the ICC, I said, you know, either you're bringing this technology out or I'm going to bring out another one way or the other, I'm going to bring it out. So this is part of that process. They, they're, they're suppressing the technology. I'm going to continue to talk about uh, what people can do to unsuppress the technology. People can, and that's what yet the ICC, the secret space program, they, they don't want you involved. And the reason they don't want you involved is because there is something you can do. There are things that you can do and they don't want you to find that out. So they don't want you involved, which is why they give so much disinformation. Right. And I think you, you said off camera last time. Um, I don't know if it was your wife or somebody, maybe it was, you said, uh, you know, why wait, you don't want to do this on your deathbed, right? Why oh, don't no, you- I don't want to No, You see what, what eventually, well, we know that, um, because the spirit being showed up, we know that that we become free from the Draco and we, you know, we become a free society because of the spirit beings outer barrier. We know that. Um, you mean eventually, you know, that we eventually, yeah, eventually yeah. we know we're going to become free. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your question? Yeah, uh, you say you didn't want to wait till your deathbed. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, it, it, eventually you're going to have all kinds of people coming forward that were super soldiers relating their background and they'll give their, they'll give their um, military background credentials. And then, and they'll give their, some of their memories back The people that are the, the people that are being allowed to speak. And that's what the Admiral told me. He said, the people that are speaking to you that were really inside the program, the ones that are actually really did the 20 and back like Corey and Randy, those are real people. Those are real, those are real, real experiences that they had inside the program. And, um, so they, they're going to be selecting a bunch of people to come forward and, and, and speak about their, um, 
their experience in the program as super soldiers. Right. Because they, they consider those people to be, uh, you know, heroes of the United States. Well, well, who's they? Not everybody. I mean, no, the ICC, the yeah, the, okay. uh, the, the people that the, the, <laughs> got to remember, the United States didn't voluntarily surrender to the Nazis, and they didn't voluntarily go along with the Draco Agreement. They were they 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 were captured. They were they were taken. They they were taken by force. The United States lost the war by force. The Nazis defeated the United States by force, and so it wasn't a choice that the United States made to go along with the with the program it wasn't by choice they were defeated in war right <clears throat> so we have we have all of this misinfo disinfo we have people coming forward who maybe uh, larps or frauds i mean what is yeah. and then you you said it before that this is all planned by the icc right can you explain how yeah. it all works yeah they spend I would say the easiest way to understand is they spend two trillion dollars a year keeping the secret one of the easiest ways to understand uh, how they keep the secret is they, um, for example, off to the stars academy. Right? To the Every stars. Bo- yeah. To the stars. I say. Yeah. I always say off to the stars. To the stars academy. Every board member worked for Lockheed Martin for twenty years or more in their um, security department. They they weren't scientists. Well, Poppin was the only scientist, but but the rest of them all worked uh, for Lockheed Martin in their security department, performing security functions. Basically, they were the ones that were keeping the secret. So you, you're actually being introduced to the people who were involved heavily in keeping the secret. You're, you're meeting the, the people who got paid and had 20-year careers keeping the secret in Lockheed Martin. Right. Lockheed Martin's also using uh, to the stars to recruit. They're recruiting. They, they're constantly recruiting, always looking for the top scientists. Well, we have like, um, let's just pretend like there's a, the guy comes forward who says he's a super soldier, but he really yeah. wasn't. And he's diluting the information, muddying the waters. Like, is that all planned too? Like they have people. Planted- yes. Yes. They have a number of people that they, uh, that they plan to do that. And you said they spend at like- the same time. See, it's really interesting is that they told me that the only reason that Corey was allowed to give that information is because they gave him his memories back. We get the ICC. We gave Corey his memories back so he could come out and speak to you and start acclimating all of you to the program. They know eventually they're going to that the technology will be released. So they, they keep trying to acclimate you. They keep doing this soft disclosure. Been this soft, they've been doing soft disclosure since 65. Yeah. So do they are they trying to do this on a really long, drawn out timeline? Yes. yes. Like Originally, the timeline was 100 years. Okay. Originally, the time I was 100 years, and they went back and renegotiated it down to 50. And are they and originally, trying to keep control, like in a way that they can maintain control? Is that what they're trying to do? Because obviously, you know, if the ICC is like cabal, you know, cabal running it, um, if the cabal is being taken out, doesn't that mean they're not going to have control at some point? Like, what? What's? I'm really, I'm trying to figure out. Like, okay, if the ICC is still in control, but the cabal. That means the cabal is still in control, but if they're going to be taken out at some point, doesn't yeah. that? Well, they want to negotiate themselves out. Um, they don't. Uh, one of the reasons they wanted it's all going to be negotiated. They wanted one of the reasons they didn't want disclosure right away is because uh, then you're going to find out about all these people that traded uh, people for weapons, and then you're going to want to have them executed. 
And so a lot of the people who were involved in doing all these bad things to society, they want them, they want them to die, you know, the natural death. They don't want them to be arrested and, and tried for their crimes against humanity. So a lot of that, a lot of their excuse for not releasing the technology, the ICC, is that, well, there's too many people that um, are, you guys are going to want to imprison, you guys are going to want to try. And so they don't want to surrender willingly, you know. It's like a disgrace to them if, if yeah, uh, and, and I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. It, but the ICC, they want to negotiate the surrender. What they want to negotiate is that none of them are executed. None of them are hunted and executed. That's what they want to negotiate in time. They know in time because they look in the looking glass and they see that that's going to happen. And they want to negotiate that in time. So so we have going back to this disinfo, misinfo, you said they spend like two trillion dollars a year, a year keeping the secret. Yes, they spend a lot of money. They send a lot of money giving disinformation and misinformation a lot, a, a lot of time and money doing that to keep people. Uh, mostly they're trying to keep people from being interested in if you had a lot of different if you have a lot of mis, I'm sorry, if you have a lot of information and it's contradictory, a lot of contradictory information, people, they don't want to try to figure it out. Uh, and plus, it's it's possible for them to figure it out in the first place because they have no background. To, uh, in, they have not, nothing to verify it with. <clears throat> so if you handle if you have a lot of contradictory information, people aren't just going to it's not going to be that interest. It's more like fiction for them than reality. And I'm trying more, to bring I'm trying to bring more hard evidence to bear for people to become more convinced of the program, because if they're not convinced that this is real, then they're not going to want to do anything about it. And they can do things about it. They just, it's just unless enough of the people are interested, are convinced, absolutely convinced uh, that the program is real. And then they also have to start a little bit more discernment as to try to figure out, you know, originally when Corey was talking, that made a lot of sense to everybody. Now he's talking that people can see there's something wrong. Well, that's discernment. That's your own personal discernment. And people are pretty good at that then they're going to get better at it as time goes on. Right. And um, and we might as well just say it, the big elephant in the room right now, you know, Corey's saying that everyone else talking about Dark Fleet, uh, um, ICC, and the Secret Space Program is a LARP. He's saying everyone else is, but that doesn't yeah. even make logical that sense make to me. Sense. No, no. So, yeah, so he's saying these nonsensical things. Uh, what, what he's trying to say is that we're using these terms. And 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 so we're we're just using these terms, and it's, it's fiction. It's not reality to us. Well, that's not true. We're using these terms because those are the common terms that now the people are becoming people familiar know. with. Exactly. So if I say darkly, well, I mean, I mean, I can tell you, it's it's it, the Nazis didn't call themselves darkly. Yeah, they were like Nachtwaffen or something. Yeah, the, the Nazis didn't call themselves darkly. When I was working with the Nazis, we didn't call ourselves darkly. But for me to describe uh, what that was and what I was involved in, that's the term that people are becoming familiar with. So no, Corey's going off in a different direction. Yeah, and it's yeah. Unfor it's unfortunate, you know, because what it's doing is exactly what you said. We have all these contradicting narratives now, yeah. and and people are just it's almost becoming hopeless. You don't know what to believe, and it's just like you'd rather close right. the book and walk away, you know. Right, rather than rather. Rather than seizing on any uh, course of action, you know, you know, I'm not going to become involved. This is still fiction to me. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to become wrapped up in a fiction and and involve my life in doing this or that for fiction. You see, and that's the whole intent of the two trillion dollars is to make it fictionalized so that people don't get involved. They that they don't do, um, they don't fight these people. They don't get involved. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
just to clarify something from the first episode, I think you misspoke about you. you so you were born in Samson, Samson. Samson. Base. That's the one in New York. I spent I spent a lot of time at Seymour, so I just missed the name. Right. So you were born in Samson and then you trained at Seymour. I trained at Seymour. OK. Yeah. yeah. So we there was the reason I'm bringing that up for the people who don't know. Um, he misspoke and accidentally said that he was born uh, some Seymour. I don't know what it was. I actually yeah. realized it at the moment. I thought, oh, it's not a big mistake. And then people see it. Like, ah, yeah. You know. Yeah. They start digging. I mean, people people are looking into this stuff right now because yeah. that's good. Because everyone's trying to call bullshit. We have skeptics coming out of the woodwork, just flipping yeah. this stuff upside down. And, yeah. you know, and the, and the ICC is doing that, too. But what I try to tell people is try to concentrate on the hard evidence, the provable stuff, the facts that can be proven. See, the hard evidence, like, for example, that T-shirt you're wearing, that's hard evidence. It's yeah. real hard evidence of the secret, secret space program when the Navy's coming out saying, oh, yeah, warp one, no big deal. And oh, by the way, this is how you do it. <laughs> Right. So and that's a, not a big deal. That's not a big deal for people. And that patent they What was it? They said it was because uh, there's patents that people can come out with that haven't been actually tested. And they're, it's just basically like a theory, you know, yeah. whether it works or not. But they actually I forget how they word it. They said they, it's an operable and operable. Yeah, they said it's op, which means they've they've been using it and it works. So oh, yeah, yeah. But, admitting but, that this stuff works. It's real. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. But that's low. That's low level tech. You got to You got to realize that's even low level stuff. They're yeah. only going to yeah. reveal low level tech. But yeah, look at the hard evidence. There's a lot of hard evidence. And that's what so, I'm trying to tell people. Forget forget uh, all these contradictory things. Look at the little pieces of hard evidence that are coming out. Well, let's go over some of that. I'm going to share my screen. You have some um, we'll go over one of your patents and, and you can explain uh, we're not going to go over all of it, guys. If we were to go through all this, I mean, it's monotonous and you guys would you guys would turn off, you know, turn this off. So we're going to I'm going to show a little bit and then let Dan explain this technology a little bit, how it works and um, how it's actually being used. And the fact that we should already be traveling in space, you know, uh, let me let me share this screen real quick. I know you guys are seeing the same thing right now. Hang on. Uh, you got a lot of stuff there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna go into. Well, did you wanna did you wanna talk a little more about this mat or uh, this mass reduction device and how it correlates with Nikola Tesla's patent? Well, pop, and I, pop pop it up there. The patent. I think you have it. If you yeah. Pop it real close. So um, and then then you can show them that you can show them that. Okay. You so you see the picture. You can see the uh, you can see the hull and you see that pattern. Uh oh. I unplugged myself. Hold on. Uh, somebody said, "Ask him if the Earth is flat." <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it, it's, not. it's a toroid, but that's that's what the ICC kind of points out that not too many people are familiar with why the Earth is not flat. You know, they don't they don't know the science. That's just that's the ICC's snub way of being critical is that you guys aren't even smart enough to know why the earth is round it's like they're trolling us basically yeah they're they're yeah. basically criticizing people saying you guys aren't even smart enough to know why the earth's not flat you know and why and why should we give you technology you can't even know that you don't even know the basics about gravity and stuff like which is true all that stuff's been kept from us but you see the hull of this the hull of this ship is um that has the mass reduction device in it the hull the hull itself has the mass reduction device in it if you blow it up a little bit you can see the pattern 
And, no, I don't uh, know if I, I don't know if I. No, don't worry. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. The point, the point is, is that if you look at the 1929 patent of Nikola Tesla. Uh, well, here, what is what is this one we're looking at right here? Um, well, this is a this is a superluminal. I'm sorry, it goes beyond warp one. This is more like a warp two or three ship. The original. This is one of the original designs way back in the 80s, early 80s. And uh, that's when they used uh, electricity for uh, mass reduction. The mass reduction device was electricity, but we don't use electricity for mass reduction devices. And even uh, Salvatore Pius in here, he says there's many different ways to do this. This, this isn't the only way. Um, so but, what are we what are we looking at exactly here? Um, that's a warp one. That's a warp one ship right there. Well, I'm just, sorry. That's a warp three ship. Warp three ship. And You're looking what, at a warp three ship. What angle am I looking at though? Is oh, that's the top view. You're looking at the top. Okay. From the you're looking at that's a top view. They didn't give you any side view. You like that? Yeah, no side views. They only gave you the top view. You're not seeing the actual. Oh, uh, okay. But but it looks more like the TR three. Sure. So then this is so this it, this technology actually does what? It's a anti gravity or? Oh no, I'm sorry. There's two things in this particular patent. It's a superluminal ship, which they don't discuss at all. And then they discuss the mass reduction device. You have to actually, if you're as you're approaching the speed of light, or uh, superluminal beyond the speed of light, or or approaching the yeah. speed of light, your mass increases. You, you actually start gaining mass. And of course, as your mass increases, it slows you down. So you can. That's why everybody says you can never approach. You can never go the speed of light because your mass increases and it'll slow you down. So you have to you have to reduce. You have to reduce. You have to have a mass reduction device, a device that actually reduces the mass as you're approaching superluminal speeds so that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this the, this device here, the main purpose of this patent, uh, the main function of this patent is to patent the device that allows you to reduce the mass of an object approaching the speed of light or beyond. This one actually goes beyond the speed of light. This one's like two or three um, warp engine in there and they don't show you the warp engine they're not showing you the warp engine they're only showing you the mass reduction device and they're only discussing the mass reduction device but they actually say in the patent um that they also talk about the the ship that it's in as well but that's old technology that's crazy that's crazy old technology this is, yeah this is low level stuff too really low old stuff this is the original stuff yeah the very original stuff that the united states started using way back when what they're doing they're what they're doing is they're recruiting it's a main it's a recruitment effort they're basically, they're basically telling all these kids that are in school hey guys warp multiple warp is real mass reduction is real um well it's like they got to start here before they can release the yeah oh by the way there's that ship right there uh go over go up to go up to the top oh. over to oh that's nikola tesla nikola tesla patented the um, anti-gravity device in 1921. You can see that filed September 9, 1921. He patented the first anti-gravity device. This is the patent, but it, it was all, it was changed tremendously. So you can't see it. You have to know what you're looking at. And I know what I'm looking at. So I know this is the anti-gravity device that Tesla patented in 1921. This is the first six force anti-gravity device. This is what the original, our original uh, warp capable spaceships used was the six force that the one that that the navy's patenting is a six force anti-gravity device we have engines that are much faster than that now but the original the original warp one engines were uh use this particular anti-gravity system that tesla patented in 1921 so 
Okay, so to you and you explained to me that Tesla's original patent was actually handwritten, and then yeah, at some point along the line, it was it this was, was all that's from a 1956 typewriter. You can actually this is from a 1956. So and yeah. then when they when they typed it, they left stuff out. Well, they purposely left a whole bunch of stuff out. This patent it was really an honorary patent. They were honoring Nikola Tesla for being the guy that discovered the sixth force, but they're not telling you that yet. They just kind of put it in the library as an honorary patent. But I know what, because I reinvented the sixth force, I know what these devices are. I know what does what in this. Right. Cause this just looks like a, I mean, this honestly to me just looks like some like vision of a plane, you know, it doesn't look like any type of. Um, right. Right. He, he, see, he has, it's really a helicopter. Okay. But but most of the lift is is not well. Actually, what happens is the sixth force takes over, and then the and then the propeller turns sideways and pushes it, and the sixth force floats it, and then the propeller pushes it. See, the propeller is pushing it. Okay. And but but the sixth force floats it. The uh, sixth force floats it. Sixth force is an anti gravity force that repels gravity, and so the sixth force is floating this device, and then he's pushing it with the propeller along. Just like you, just like an air balloon, right? An air balloon has lift, and you have these propellers pushing it, and that's what this is. The only the thing that's holding this up is the sixth force. Okay, so what else did you want to go over next? Do you want to go over your actual? Your, I guess it's a reluctance patent. Oh, you can do that if you if people want to see that I actually patent stuff. But you right. want to keep my you don't want to you don't want my name to come up though, right? Well, I mean, people know your name. Pull, pull up the abstract. No, no, I mean my address and stuff. I don't want that coming up. Yeah, actually, I have. Let me see. I actually redacted it. You redacted one, yeah. Um, but I don't even know where it's at now. It's here somewhere. Yeah, you can um, just... It's, it, oh, you here. Just... Right, so I redacted it. But this is your... Oh, there you go. See, so that's... When you file patents, this is what you get back from the patent office. When you, you actually file online and, and they you pay online and then they, they send you this confirmation of the patent application okay and then so this, this is, a, is it, an actual application of um i don't know a, what it's a switch you see and uh it's a switch a reluctant switch means uh resistance is to electricity what reluctance is to magnetic energy reluctance means it resists magnetic energy so this is a switch that is called a reluctant switch it it it, it uh, produces a resistance to the flow of magnetic energy in a magnetic circuit. So what happens is you're changing the path of a magnetic flow. And if you do that, you you uh, you can generate electricity. So you know how you generate electricity with a generator, you have a you have a coil that runs past magnets and it generates electricity. You turn you turn the generator and those magnets are moving past coils and then and then that induces electricity into the coils. And so what we're doing with reluctance is we're changing the magnetic path of the magnetic circuit without moving any parts. We don't, we're not making a generator electricity by moving, moving it apart. We're just, we're just forcing the path of the magnetic energy to change dramatically with a, just a little bit of reluctance, a little bit of resistance. And that's what this is. And this is a Wayno switch. That's really interesting because um, Tashira Wayno, he did this particular switch and that's a reluctant switch. And he's comparing the reluctant switch to the, the normal coil type up to the left. And then he has it with his, uh, uh, Valari, it's a, a magneto-restrictive material. It's hard to explain. I'm not going to explain magneto restriction, but that particular switch, this is a 190, 1 to 99. One watt, one watt will switch 99 watts. And some, some kids did an article on that one. 
Um, that's so, also, that's actually a very useful switch, but it's very expensive to make them and a little bit more difficult to design with. So I, I designed a, a simpler switch, a less expensive switch and a simpler switch uh, to make uh, units generators cheaper. Now, explain why. So we can go through this whole thing, but I think people get the gist of it. Um, now, you you were talking about a device that will energize your whole and your whole home. Right. In the, right. In the last yes. episode, yeah. now, is this particular technology used is this a switch used in that yes device? that's a switch that I, that I would use in, in the home generator okay and yeah, it's a very important switch it's a, it, because it makes it cheaper to make to build them a lot cheaper to build them so I designed it, a cheaper I designed a cheaper switch uh, you're okay looking at prior, you're looking at prior art which is what what was before my switch you just look okay. at stuff that's a those are cooling devices and this the other is cabling you know that's really way out right. there. Stuff. Right, right. We don't, and we don't have to go over all no, that. No, um, but the point, the point is, is that you, a generator of electricity that draws magnetic. I gave you the proof of the first proof of over unity, and that is magnetic energy. You you keep drawing magnetic magnetic energy out from either a permanent magnet or what, and it keeps giving it. It keeps giving it. That you never diminish the permanent magnet, no matter how much magnetic energy you draw out of the permanent magnet. You never diminish it. Here's that. Here's that ship Nikola Tesla did in twenty nine, and you see that you see the uh, um, you see the hull, and it has that same configuration. So um, this is actually a Tesla. That's a that's Tesla's patent in twenty nine. Okay. And that's and that has the mass reduction device on the hull. See the mass reduction device in the hull. Um, and so I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I, the hull. You see the dark, the dark lines in the hull. It's the same as the hull in the navy pad. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The mass reduction device is in the hull. Oh, I see it. Okay, it's, it's all. A, it's it's the same the same devices the 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 that's a 1929 patent, and it's the same mass reduction device in the navy's patent that that you just that you just went over. You have on your shirt, your t-shirt. This right. Is, this is the same mass reduction device. So that's how you know I did it again. Well, okay. So then is this just this one here is what is this showing? You there? Oh, we lost him again. <laughs> so this is a this is a, a Lockheed Martin Skunk Works uh, ship. This is one of their little scooter rounds. It's a one it's a one to two seater. And it uses three six force engines. You can see this, see the bubbles. Yeah, those are those are six force engines, and they simply rotate in 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 place. They rotate them in place in order to point in order to point the engine, because the engine's force pushes away from it. You know, so they if they move these engines around, it it controls the six force engines. This one uses three six force engines, um, and it's Lockheed Martin's little two seater. Right, that's really interesting. And where is this used? See that like, you see that there's no crash retrieval. It was it's Lockheed Martin's 1989 ship. Well, and where where is this? Um, they're cloaked. You don't see them. They're I mean, where are they? They're used. They're used. They go, they go use all around the solar system. They're get arounds, little for, for moving two people around real quick, or also for uh, surveillance when they're uh, when they're doing patrols throughout our solar system. These are used for patrols. Those are patrol ships. They right, don't do any, right. They don't do any real fighting. They're just surveillance patrol ships. Um, moving so then, a couple people around. And then this is um, a patent of. Yeah, what is this the, shows a right. That's their generator. It's a fusion generator, compact fusion generator, which means the size of a 
they say the size of a basketball will kick out a lot of energy. And uh, they actually have one, the, the Navy was telling me they have a generator that's the size of a shoebox that will run a city. Yeah, okay. You know, I said, okay, well, we're not going to make those, are we? And they go, no, no. I said, because you can't. Are you going to, I said, are you going to take the, the wires down, all the, all the um, transportation lines, the big, the big uh, electricity lines? So you're going to take those down? They said, yeah. I said, well, what do you need a, what do you need a generator the size of a shoebox for that's going to run a city if you're going to take the lines down? See, it's only when you're doing central power do you, you need a very powerful generator. See what I'm saying? So I was so, telling, I was debating with them. Like, we want a less powerful generator. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's fine. Um, and then you, the EM drive. Um, NASA had a peer review of the EM EM drive, right? And they yeah. that's basically they came to the conclusion is proving that this technology is there, right? Right. They're proving over. It proves over unity. It proves that you can get more energy out of a system than you put into it. And uh, the uh, EM EM drive is also using magnetics but they're the main reason they get over unities they put they put their microwave circuit into a superconducting circuit superconducting anything if you look in the if you look in the laws the united states says anything to do with superconductivity is classified national security you can't you're not allowed to sell any of it nothing. yeah and somebody the reason wants, is go ahead oh, oh sorry somebody's saying what are those engines made of what, oh, which engines? Uh, I don't know which ones they're referring to, but probably the ones on the um, on that um, the, the, Navy the, uh, the dark the craft. It looks like yeah, a the Lockheed, the Lockheed. Stuff. Yeah, those are three six four. Those are three six force engines, and the six force is an anti gravity force. They're like electricity. It's it's a it's a it's an energy form. The six the sixth force is an energy form, and that energy repels gravity. So if you have three six force engines in your ship and you direct them, you can uh, you can go pretty much like almost guess, the speed of light throughout. I guess the what they're asking is, so what creates the six foot? Like, what are the engines yeah. actually made of to create the? That well, I, I think he, I think you discussed some of that in the first part. Um, in yes. the first few interviews, you you kind of you even I think went you did through, too. But... Yeah, you went right, right. I you went through the whole process on how you even discovered it and then how right. you developed it. Right. Um, essentially, essentially, there are certain elements that are uh, sensitive to a certain type of electromagnetic uh, waveform, um, like a microwave that the EM drive is th that's using a microwave to push against copper. But anyway, uh, an electromagnetic waveform, it could be a sine wave or a square wave. You know, there's electromagnetic waveform, but you have to also be pushing it out at a, a pretty high uh, frequency, which is about uh, 200 megahertz is what's required to release the sixth force. And then there are certain elements that when you push that, when you push that electromagnetic waveform across that element, it releases the sixth force, actually releases it, opens the door for the sixth force to come through. And aluminum, originally that was, Nikola Tesla and I both discovered it with aluminum. There are other elements, but we also know that there are certain isotopes, an isotope is a certain molecule. Aluminum has different kinds of molecules. Every, every element has different types of molecules. They call isotopes. And so certain isotopes actually release more of the sixth force. So eventually what happened was the United States started developing pure isotopes. 
and they found out that the six force is uh, released better from pure isotopes. Also, the other thing that uh, they, we found out is that uh, you can actually, like a permanent magnet, you can make a permanent magnet, uh, you know, which was, is a magnet, ma magnetic energy, a permanent magnet. But the same thing's true about six force. You can also make a permanent six force. And that's what bismuth is. Bismuth, uh, when you when you when you charge when you put that electromagnetic wave force across a, a, a layer of bismuth, pure bismuth, a certain pure isotope of bismuth, um, then it releases the it releases the six force, but it also charges the bismuth and makes it a permanent six force fixture, like a permanent magnet. And the reason it does that is because when you have magnesium and when you have magnesium and, and bismuth layered up against each other, you can't put a bonding material in between. You can't bond the two by putting a bonding material in between because then, then you won't be able to release the seven force. Six force driving up into the magnesium releases the seven force. And you won't get that to happen if you have a bonding material between the magnesium uh, and the bismuth. So the bismuth, when the bismuth becomes a permanent six force structure, it actually hooks into the uh, magnesium and it becomes an atomic bond. And so you have to have a very specific isotope of magnesium and a very specific isotope of bismuth so that when you charge the bismuth and it becomes charged as a six-force permanent magnet, uh, then it bonds itself atomically to the magnesium. And all this stuff is, um, it, it, it's out there. I mean, and well, for me, you know. Ex exactly. And then most of the people and most of the listeners aren't going to really understand exactly what you're explaining. Yeah. Um, even though when you really break it down, it's pretty simple. Um, obviously there's elements to it that are complicated, but yeah. so will you explain to people why, so why you chose only to um, request a or make a provisional patent instead of go through the whole right. process? Yes. The provisional patents only cost $70 and they, they hold, they hold it for a year. It's a um, patent pending, you know, you, you file a patent and then, and then you have one year from there. Well, actually I have two and a half years to file a full blown patent, a 20 year patent, but those are very expensive. They're like 10 to 20 grand a piece. And unless somebody's gonna buy your patent, it's not for regular folks to be spending 20 grand on it, just, just on a right. patent that it may or might not be able. So I patent provisional patents and then I went and tried to sell them. And that's when the government started approaching me saying, no, you're not gonna be able to manufacture. We're not gonna let you manufacture that stuff. So there's no reason for me to go to a full blown patent because <laughs> It's all suppressed. I'm not, yeah, they're, they're like, well, we're, that's suppressed. So, but I do, I did provisional patents originally because I thought I was going to be able to, to uh, sell my patents and get the stuff manufactured. Originally, when I started doing physics, I actually didn't know that this stuff was that suppressed. I, you, you hear about it over years, you know, but you don't know for sure. You, right. Right. So, I mean, basically, I forgot my question. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Go uh, on. Well, this technology would, would put the, the entire oil industry, you know, gas, coal, and oil is what everything runs on now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it, would, it, it would completely make that all obsolete. So, of course, they're going to suppress it because they don't, they don't want that. <laughs> That's how they control everything. Yeah. Well, the, the, the suppression came from the agreement with the Draco. The, the Drake yeah. crazy. Well, that's it is an agreement. It is an agreement. The, yeah. the technology is suppressed because it's an agreement. You're not allowed to have the technology because the Draco want, want to keep control and yeah. Well, right. you were all you were all supposed to be delivered up into slavery. You know. Right. I've so heard that. Yeah, you know, that's none of your business. That technology is none of your concern. You're the slave. So you're the guy. You're the one we sold for the tech. So that's none of your business. We're just the slaves. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and. Yeah. and, and, and 
to them. I'm sorry. I, I always crack up when people say, oh, they're, these, the aliens aren't hostile. <laughs> okay. Some of them are. Yeah. Right. Well, right. I mean, obviously, we know some of them are. Not all. I mean, it's. No, not most every, of them are not. Every, most of them are benevolent. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. But they can't interfere because they have agreements with the Draco. Draco are very powerful. And any other advanced aliens, they're, they're not really allowed to give. Uh, they're not allowed to interfere with, with the agreements that the United States made with uh, Draco. And so they yeah. signed non interference agreements. Remember, you remember the, uh, the Nordics back on the. Treaty of Muhammad, the Muhammad Accord, mm, they agreed Muhammad not Accord. to interfere with the Draco's dominion of this planet and the humans. See, and that's what the Draco do. They get other advanced species not to interfere with their um, slavery right. program. So, and, the, and you have other provisional patents also, not just the one. I mean, yeah, could, I did. That, that, one's just, that, that one's just a switch, which is my most advanced one. So you want to see that was my latest one. I kept getting better as I went along. The first five were all generators. They're all generators. But I kept getting better and better as I kept uh, designing generators. I, then I kept I kept going back to drawing boards to design cheaper ones, less less expensive to build ones. Right. And, uh, and that eventually got down to one. I haven't patented yet. I eventually got down to one that should cost about two hundred dollars to to make a unit about this size that fits in your home and will run your home. Solid state, nothing moves, so you can warrant it for thirty years because it's like transformer technology, transformer components. Transformers are warranted for thirty years, nothing moves, and a unit that size will uh, run everything in your house: heating, cooling, everything in your house for thirty years nonstop. And I'm trying, and it should only cost like two hundred dollars to make them. The way, like I said, uh, I, I I went back to the drawing board, tried to design something that was cheaper to build. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you okay? We have Elon Musk right now trying to go to Mars, and he's trying to do it in what six months or what? What's the what's what's going on with that? With his Elon latest Musk? thing is his latest thing he says is he wants to go to Mars and he can do it in two and a half months. And if you read Shire's patent, the 1999 patent of the EM drive, that's what Shire said. I, I, can, I can get you to Mars in 70 days. So whether uh, Elon is, is working with a thruster or not, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the point is that two and a half months is not very long. That, right. that's, not, that's not long. That's not a long amount of time. And Shire is saying in his patent in the U.S., I'm sorry, NASA. NASA came out and said, "Yeah, Shire's correct. You can get to, you can get to Mars in 70 days with that with that thruster." That's what NASA said. That and Shire said, "I can get to Mars in 70 days with the thruster." And now you're hearing Elon saying, "Yeah, I can get to Mars in 70 days." Well, you know, kind of connect the dots. It's like he obviously he's picking up some of this uh, extra technology that he's not telling anybody about. Right. He's still trying. He's still yeah. doing the whole show with SpaceX and sending William Shatner up to space. You know. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but 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 the technology he is going to be using, he's not revealing. But, right. But but mm. but other people are revealing. Meaning, um, NASA revealing the EM drive is a real thruster and can really get to Mars in seventy days. You know, so Elon, when Elon says he, says he can get to, you got to pay attention. He's sitting there saying, "I can get to Mars in two and a half months." That means that's technology he's not showing anybody because you can't do that with a rocket. Right. Yeah. So he's not telling anybody what to, what his new technology direction is. I probably doesn't want any competition, but he's taking it a different direction. He's obviously taking seventy days is a, is a joke compared to what compared to twenty minutes. Yeah, technology that they act. Yeah, yeah. Well, out there. yeah, yeah. Like those little warp. Uh, little, 
yeah, yeah, the little warp one ship gets there in 20 minutes there. Yeah, gets there real yeah. fast. Well, that, that's interesting. That's just like the part of the slow rollout, you know, of course. We just have to like go through all this order of operations and we just sit here while <clears> we know, you know. But whatever. I mean, they we see all these articles being released every other day now, and and the majority of people don't even see them. But they're admitting that we, um, that time travel is possible, and all of this mm, stuff is possible. Yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. just they're, it's getting leaked out in these little uh, articles that no one's really seen. If no mainstream news source is going to cover it, so this is their way of disclosing it. Like, oh, we already told you this five years ago in this article on this website. You just weren't looking, you know. Mm. They, they're telling you they can do it. So um, that, that's what clued me in on that Elon's a little bit more in the loop than we thought he was. Because when he started sitting there saying, I know how to, I, I, that, I'm going to get there in two and a half months. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> that's the first time he said that. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so going back to, I, I wanted to clarify something. So uh, you had a lot of information. Um, well, you have a lot of information, especially last time about what's going on currently. And people were wanting to know, okay, how do you, where's this information coming from? Who are these people that are giving you this information? Because like you said, we have these shills coming out with this info. So if we can provide any, any information on a source of this information, can you share? Well, it's, it's, it's the national security agency. Uh, They are the ones that oversee they're the ones that watch people to see if they're developing any of this technology. It, all scientists are watched all the time. You're, when you get when you come out of high school and if you're a real bright kid, they watch you constantly. And, they, and as soon as you start developing over Unity stuff, then 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 they're all over you. They, you get controllers assigned to you, and they're constantly talking to you all the time. I talk to my controller every two weeks, and. Um, you know, they're saying, yeah, the technology is going to come out. We can't get out yet till we defeat the Draco and we're at a war with the Draco. They're not saying when. He said end of the year, but I'm like, eh. And I'm, I don't put any stock on deadlines with these guys. But but the reason they come to me is because that that's required. They're, they're supposed to monitor and, and uh, subjugate anybody that develops this technology on their own. You're, you're supposed to be either – you're either brought into the program directly – or you're watched, constantly watched to make sure that you can't sell any of it, do anything with it. They do, they've done worse to people. And that's another thing, the recruitment process is kind of interesting because what happens is they fake your death when they actually recruit you and bring you to Mars and, and you go up and you start working in the program, you know, come back here. They have to fake your death. And so what they do, and that's really odd because you can't tell whether a person's death was faked or not. You can't tell. You don't know whether they were murdered or not. You don't know. So, uh, for example, um, Stan Myers, uh, he was the guy that did the, the water car, you know, the, the car that ran on oh, water. Right, yeah, I remember right. that. Okay, yeah. so, well, that, that was in 84. They actually put that on the news and showed everybody. And he started yeah. to pose that. Okay, well, I know exactly how it works because one of my recruitment tests was to explain in detail how that works. You know, they always say, does it work? And I go, yeah, well, how does it work? You know, I've had to examine over 100 different devices in my recruitment testing process. Um, so they asked me about the Stan Myers uh, water car, and that works. That works actually really well. It's, it's seven and a half over in Unity, which is fine, you know. And it runs on water. Cars that run on water, you know. Um, but <clears throat> the point is, is that they came to him, and they didn't kill him. They actually faked his death and took him. He was recruited into the program. They basically said, "You really, yeah." So 
the people that they actually take, a lot of them, they fake their deaths. So you can't, like I said, you can't tell whether he's really murdered or not. You can't right. tell. But they want to use, yeah. use, why would they, that makes sense. Why yeah. would they kill them? The, so the, the, gr- in the, gr- the great brain own. drain, a, a yeah. lot of people that they took, they fake their deaths. Uh, and they, they get it, they make a clone of the person and the clone gets killed. Anyway, so you can't really tell what's going on. Like, for example, I tell people about, uh, oh, hold on, I'm trying to, Pete Peterson. Pete Peterson, yeah, was a, Peterson. Pete Peterson was a recruiter. So was he killed or did he just retire and, he, and he's off on some other planet? My personal belief is that he wasn't killed. He was retired. And that's, how they, and that's how they retired him because they know Pete Peterson. I've talked to him. I've talked to all these people. They're recruiters. I know him. I know him really well. Well, well David Wilcock, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> be excited. No, but he's but he's not one of the scientists, you know. Uh, so yeah. uh, and and Pete did actually invent a lot of stuff, and so he was recruiting. He was I know he's recruiting because I was recruited by him and several other people. Uh, so I know all the recruiters. I talked to him, and so that's what happens. You either you either get taken into the program or you're constantly monitored. And if they really don't like you, they kill you. Right. They yeah. really do. <laughs> so um, the technology is strictly suppressed. Strictly controlled well and okay so what kind of information is is coming through now and then we'll right. get in, and then we'll yeah. get in some uh questions from the chat after that well the big debate amongst the secret space program scientists uh the ones that are they want to release the technology they know the technology is going to get released so now the debate and they're involving me in the debate uh is what's going to get released you know and you know they want to release all this really highly advanced stuff and, and, and i have to explain to them you know you don't have the infrastructure, and that's going to take some time before you get to that level. And you just start with simpler stuff, like the stuff I said. I design simpler stuff because I, uh, I call it the transition technology. Simpler and cheaper stuff is what will get out there a lot faster. If you try to go too complicated, too high tech, you won't see that technology for ten or twenty years. And that's not what people want. People want the technology now, and lower level technology, meaning electromagnetics or magnetic energy. The five, the four high, the four higher forces: magnetic energy, anti-gravity energy, um, replicator energy, and the eighth force are all all come through the ether. They come through the vacuum of time space. We can draw we can draw them out through the through the vacuum of time space. So when we say magnetic energy, that's not that's actually not considered a very high level in the secret space program. The sixth, seventh forces are all their all their technology. Sixth, seventh force. They don't even have anything electrical anymore. And they want to bring that out. I said, we can't. It's all too expensive. It's really expensive to manufacture that stuff. And you don't have manufacturing. So they say, oh, yeah, we do on Mars. It's no, you don't, because those guys are going to want to come home. They're not going to want to sit there and manufacture billions of your devices. And there's a lot of infrastructure that has to be uh, put out there first. So I'm constantly debating with these people as to what technology is going to release. And I keep debating that the magnetic energy stuff, the cheaper stuff, is going to get released first. That means a generator. This size, it fits in your home, costs a couple hundred bucks to make. They'll probably charge you 2000 for it. Runs 30 years. You're talking about $20 a year for all of your energy. Completely changes the whole dynamics. You're no longer an economic slave when these things are cheap. So I said cheap is much more important, getting this stuff out in at the transition right. level. So magnetics is fine. You don't need the six or seven force because that requires special manufacturing techniques that well, are I mean, expensive. We're, yeah. we're just trying to get past, um, we're just trying to get past not having to have a, passport a certain type of passport to even fly right now so we have a long way to go I, oh yeah yeah a few yeah, people yeah. in the chat and i wanted to ask this too so Dave, i don't know if you know david wilcock just came out recently talking about he's working with a guy 
who is they're going to be making hover cars he said so anti-gravity craft yeah, yeah that's what that's what we've been debating and that's what's so, coming out that's what's coming out that's what they want, so they he's, want yeah he like showed his warehouse and everything like he's he's like it looks like he's doing it um so do you think he's going to be a part like that's legit and no no like I've been debating with the secret space program scientists, the, the top scientists, the people who are in control and power, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the ones who actually developed this stuff. But the guy I, I debate with, he, he was actually in charge of developing these things over 40 years with the Navy. I mean, these mm-hmm. aren't schleps that I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, I know the like main, they already have the main people. Okay. So we debated whether, and it's not a hovercraft. It's actually, it's actually very much like that, uh, little Lockheed Martin spaceship only just it's not for space it's actually for cruise longer it's for they're very fast they use six force engines uh and they know this hover they they really move uh and so there's a lot of infrastructure that's required plus those are kind of expensive they're really expensive until we get to a point where money's not an issue anymore that's what I'm saying there's transitional technologies it's it's easier it's easier to take for me to take your car and take the engine out and to put a magnetic energy engine in it for two thousand dollars and the government pays for it then for me to get for me to give you a hovercraft because we don't have any of the things that are necessary for a hovercraft we don't have any of the uh, uh airways yeah right you, you, you know it, it, i was wondering how that would work yeah they all have to fly at different altitudes and talk about airways and those have to be uh planned and it mm-hmm. takes like 10 years to get those plans passed through government. We don't have then, the infrastructure yeah. in place. And, and then, what, and then yeah. what are you going to do with all the roads that you're moving, all the wires and everything like that? You have to redistribute that land and use it for different purposes. So there's a lot more involved in um, bringing out the technology at that level. And I'm saying, but you don't need to wait. We don't need to wait 20 years for you to, to, to bring that out. We can just. What about, what well, about like I- the. Uh, do you think the med beds are going to come first and the, and the they really want the med beds or? and they keep saying that the med beds are going to be for veterans first, you know, mm-hmm. um, med beds are really interesting. They're not saying when they're going to bring them out to the public. They're not telling me when they're going to bring them out to the public. They're saying for veterans first. And that's what we keep hearing. We've always heard, we've heard that from Randy from the beginning, Randy Kramer. He said right. the same. And then they're still telling me the same thing for veterans first. They're not saying where they're going to be available to the public. Uh, there is a concern that if your DNA is changed, see the way med beds work is that they have your DNA when you were healthy. And so uh, they basically project that and then your healthy DNA and then your body wants to become that, you know, it wants, it wants to, it wants to return to that healthy DNA. Well, if you don't have a healthy DNA picture, if you have collected your DNA when it was healthy and you start altering your DNA with jabs, jabs, <laughs> you start Something. altering your DNA with jabs. Now it doesn't happen the first time. Apparently it takes some years. You know, you got to keep doing this, keep taking that stuff for years for it to really screw with your DNA. But that's the whole idea is that the way these med beds work is they go off of your healthy DNA. So you have to have healthy DNA to be able to get them to work. Well, people don't collect their DNA, don't even know how to collect their DNA, how to collect your DNA. Nobody went out and collected their DNA before they got jabbed. <laughs> so that's what they're kind of trying to say. They're saying, you know, you if the med, the med beds won't work unless you have healthy DNA reserve, reserve. So that's just too hard to explain to people. Right, right. So would you... So when would they take that DNA sample? Like it's sometime when you were a child? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. And then they, so it's like in a bank somewhere and yeah, event, we're also, event. We're, that's what, that's how they build all super soldiers. That's how, you know, all, all of our DNA was taken when we were first brought into the program. Uh, and so they have our healthy, they know what our healthy DNA. And so that's what the med pods uses our healthy DNA. Um, that that's how it works. Right. The protection um, of your healthy DNA over your body. Um, yeah, exactly. Real quick. I'm going to show uh, two photos, a, a few photos that you gave me. Uh, and then guys, I promise we'll get into some more questions, but I just, I, I just remember, cause one of the photos you said they were, this is where they're actually training you to, um, learn how to go through portals. Correct. Oh, you like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I would just, that, that, I, that I, was a pretty, that was pretty bizarre. You know, <clears throat> I'm curious to know a little more about that. Let me share my oh, screen. Sure, sure. Let me share my screen again. Hang on one sec. Um, share screen. And then I think it is one of the pictures. This one. Yes. The, okay. So those are those are two Nazis. They speak German. They don't speak English. Okay. And so my dad says, he says, go with these guys and do what they tell you to do. And all I wanted me to do was to walk through that fountain when it when it shut up. It, the, the fountain would shoot up for about a minute and then go down. And this fountain was designed specifically to teach people how to walk through the uh, how to walk through the portals, the, the, the local portals, the one they open between your house and the, and the base so that you can train at night. And they, they wanted to be able to walk through them. And apparently I got freaked out about it. And so they, I had this special session where they teach me to walk through the portal again. And these are two Nazis. And I, I said to my dad, I said, these guys don't speak English. He said, oh, just do what they tell you. Just do what they tell you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's crazy. I said, I said, these guys speak German, Dad. You think this, oh, yeah, just do what they tell you. So how did is how do you know some, what they're saying if they only speak German? Because I can understand German. I'm old enough to know, you know, ah. by that time, you know, you've heard right. different languages. When you're that age, you, you kind of recognize different languages. You don't know them, but you recognize them. And these guys are speaking to me in German. I'm like, I told my dad, these guys are speaking to me in German, you know. Well, and so, then, did you mention something about uh there being a translator chip or something that automatically translates? Well, that's when you're in the program, but that's not 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 when you're out and about. Don't that's the thing. You're not going to see nanotechnology in, in people because it could be captured. You know, all that technology is not available to you. Right. But and, there is there there is a chip that actually that. Yes, there's a translator chip. That's that's correct. There's a translator chip when you're in the program and you're out there flying around the galaxy. Yeah, you have a translator chip. You have a universe translator. So you can you can encounter any race and, and communicate. Well, if it's programmed into the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, it's a, if it's a new race, then you got to somebody's got to program the computer. And they have your handheld translators, and then you have the chip translators that are embedded. Some technology they with those with the super soldiers I was with, we weren't in, we weren't into embedded technologies. The Dracos are really into embedded technologies, but we weren't. Of course, they are. Interesting. So this photo here, you claim is actually from an underground base. That's a that's a base that's twenty four floors underground. I remember because. We used to, we had to walk down to the base. We weren't beamed down. The reason we weren't being beamed down is because we were being examined and apparently the transporter technology leaves a residue that interferes with the uh, examination, medical examination process. So about every month or so, uh, we would be physically brought into the base. We were on the other side of the island, Japan, in Japan, and we drive four hours to this, to this location. And, you know, I remember all this stuff, you know, I remember parking uh, uh, in, in a parking lot. There's nobody. It's just a dirt parking lot. And then walking for about an hour on a trail uh, along the ocean. 
and then coming to a big steel door and my dad knock on it about a half an hour later it would open and then we go down and we uh, we would walk down uh, metal stairs metal you know um, industrial metal stairs you know we'd walk down 24 floors I counted it um, and then we would be this is down into the channel itself the original picture before it was cropped by the military military cropped it I don't even believe they they, they left this one but the original picture you could actually see the whole tunnel my father had actually the, the before the picture was cropped you could see the whole tunnel really and yeah. wh- which one are you in this picture I am DL Daniel in the center okay yeah and that that book that's on my brother's lap the DD yeah. that's a patent that's the actual patent remember uh Randy Kramer said oh you know uh, I'm patent and well this is what he's talking about they actually when they genetically engineer your super soldier, they actually file the patent in a patent library in Mars. And that's the patent and it's in Japanese. So who's who are these two gentlemen then? Well, the, the guy over the left is a worker and he's the one that drives us in that train to the different uh, underground um, uh, underground offices. You know, the tunnel goes into all kinds of different places and we have training facilities, we have medical facilities. And so that little rail car, which is an over unit rail car, doesn't run on gas or electricity. And that, uh, that's one of the reasons they covered it up that they, uh, covered up the rail car. So you can see more of the rail car, but that rail car, that's the driver of the rail car to the left. And the scientists that's genetically engineered us is to the right in the gray, in the gray suit. And you can see, you remember you, you, you've seen, People talk about what are the uniforms that uh, secret space program personal secret space program personal wear personnel wear. This is what they wore back then: the gray jacket. The oh, interesting. Wore the gray jackets. See? Interesting. Yeah. Um, so he was the guy that, that worked with the grays to genetically engineer us, and he's very proud of his success because they the, they successfully genetically engineered us to, and that's that's why he's so happy because we. We were his success. What are we looking at in this photo here? This is Geronimo, and and Geronimo was arrested with. I'm sorry, Geronimo had 16 lawyers that he went to war with the U.S. Cal U.S. Army for years, and this was his group of 16. And those people had very special capabilities, a lot like parkour. They were able to do all kinds of really interesting, uh, very powerful military. Like running, jumping, flipping, all that stuff. They were very powerful. They were a very powerful military group. This group of sixteen. So they transferred this group from um, the west over to Florida, and then that, they sent them to that army base. And then at that army base, they recruited these guys to teach to teach how to do that. And two of these instructors were our instructors that taught us how to do the Apache, how to fight like an Apache. And so they the, the, there are many things they taught, but the most important thing is how to run through the rocks because when we when we encountered reptilians uh they were very fast at running through mountainous tree, terrain and so um the apache are the ones that taught us how to run through mountainous terrain it's like parkour only a lot more advanced it's very a lot more advanced because you're running in can, can you see my cursor right here yeah. <clears throat> Who, who's this guy that looks like the grim reaper back oh that's here. a soldier he's a soldier he's a, he's on guard oh, okay he, they're, they're guarding these people but you can see they're not that they're not that concerned. You can see you can see the guards aren't that concerned because these Indians aren't trying to get away or nothing. You know? Yeah, Freddy Krueger, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And then this is you guys training. Um, 
No, no, no. That that's us when we're little. And of course, you know, we we we've been we're training in we're in Japan, and so we're being trained in an underground base in Japan. But they gave us a dog in order to protect us. That dog was trained by the Secret Space Program personnel for us to protect us. The dog. You were wondering about the dog. Right, right. Major, yeah. the dog. So Major was given to us fully trained, and and he basically was there to protect us. They want to protect their assets. They don't want nothing to happen. To, they don't want nothing to happen to super soldiers when they're being trained. You know. Right. So yeah. they they give you a dog for protection. It's a highly trained dog. Highly trained. Okay, that is fascinating. Thank you for going through all of those. Um, I don't know. We've been going for a little over an hour now. I want to turn this over to uh, questions questions from the audience. So here we go. Please ask, uh, is Dan aware of a rapture event using this new technology that may have been planned during this time as we are seeing natural disasters everywhere, earthquakes, volcanoes, asteroids? Uh, A lot of people, you know, you've heard a lot of people talk about the solar flash event, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but you got to remember Corey originally, and that's what was told to me by the spirit beings. Corey originally explained that the spear beings, one of the main re- reasons they were here was to absorb, but they put spears all over our solar system to, to absorb that energy when it occurs. So there is not going to be any um, cataclysmic events that the spirit beings aren't going to handle keep us from from becoming extinct from the event and you're not really hearing the Nordics. you know if if, if there was actually going to be such dramatic um catastrophic event you would see other people like the nordics and the people down below they would be leaving they they would yeah. just leave they wouldn't leave in a day they would be leaving over a period of years and you're not seeing the nordics evacuate the solar system well they can't because they're surrounded by the spear beings outer barriers nobody can leave and nobody can come in uh even if they wanted to but you're not you're not seeing anybody you're not seeing any other species trying to get out but it doesn't make a difference they can't uh but the the spear beings are here to curtail any potential catastrophic event there that's what they came here to do they came here to um it's not massage they, they came here to protect humanity's evolvement into uh one of the higher species that get involved in patrolling the universe the spear beings they patrol the universe and they and and they see us as being uh potentially the sixth species the sixth species in the spear beings lines over thousands of years which is probably true so they're we we're being protected uh, for the future of our race, which is very bl- bright. We have a very bright future as a race. So there's not going to be any cataclysmic event that isn't going to be handled by the spear beings. And Corey told you that from the beginning. And, and uh, so I was real shocked that he had changed from that because that's actually what the spirit, one of the things the spear beings are doing here is to protect our species uh, so right. it, can, it can develop. So um, here we go. Um, Tiffany... I, I don't know where this came from, but she said, so he doesn't have parents. No, you were basically engineered in in a lab and you were born in a military base, which Correct. we covered they, in the last but, one. But they give you surrogate parents. Like, uh, you know, my mother, Virginia, and my father, uh, Robert, those are your surrogate parents. You think, you know, when you're growing up, you think those are your real parents until one day your dad says, no, you're not mine. You're, you're, you were created in a test tube. That was great. I, and my brother remembers that too. My father telling me that you're not mine. You're a test tube baby. Um, 
So uh, this might have been asked before, but as Dan, why is Dan allowed to talk about his technology? I know he said, because, well, here, this is confusing. Why are you allowed to talk about your technology? Uh, people are wondering how your life wouldn't be in danger if, you know, you're disclosing. Right, yeah. I have a certain amount of immunity that came from being a super soldier. I, I, I serve it with distinction and honor, which means I'm a highly decorated super soldier. And because of that, uh, I have a certain immunity. And so they can, they can suppress me in different ways, but they can't harm me and they can't kill me because of my service. So that allows me to come out and speak. Um, but, but the way they deal with that is they, they have all kinds of people, you know, saying, oh, he's giving disinformation and all kinds of people who try to counter what you're saying. You know, they have different ways of dealing with it, but they can't hurt me because I served with distinction. That's the difference. And that's what Bronco, one of my uh, CIA controllers, who was one of the guys that signed it, keep me out of trouble. That, is that that's a what law they that like they created or is that something? No, no. When you, when you serve, when you served, then, then you're owed things. See what I'm saying? I served. Like I'm a hero, you know, like I'm, I'm well decorated, really well, highly decorated. And that, that earns me suspect, respect in the program where I can't be treated like other people. I can't just be executed because I served. Yeah. See? Right, right. So they have to figure out different ways to suppress to suppress what I'm doing. And they do, you know. Yeah, like, like, the, like you go outside and your car tires would be flat. Yeah, <laughs> they stopped they, they did. They stop doing weird things like that, but keeping me uh, unemployed or lower employed where I can't make much money. So I can't develop stuff on my own, make sure I don't progress. Yeah. And what it seems like is they don't care. They don't care necessarily that people like you are saying things. It's whether people are believed because if, if not many people are believing and are, are, are listening to you, but once it starts getting, you start getting a big audience and starts getting traction, that's when they get worried. In time, in time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when they come and talk to you and offer you different things. That's what I think happened to Corey. Corey, I think what happened to Corey was he, the Earth Alliance stopped talking to him. I don't know why, but they just stopped talking to him. And then he, because, and then he was looking for income. You know, he got a bunch of contracts from the movie industry, which is, of course, controlled by the ICC. Yeah. That's, that's uh, a red flag. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's okay. You know, Corey's like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not a warrior. He's not. He's an empath. So yeah. I, I can understand that, you know, but uh, he, he also enjoys a certain amount of immunity because he served, but not, when you serve as a super soldier, it's different. You even have higher immunity. That's what the CIA told me. Uh, my controller, Bronco Belicheski, he died, so I can tell you who he is. He told me, he said, "You guys, we, uh, you guys are immune. You can't be, you can't be touched, no matter what you do." So, uh, do you have any information about Antarctica, um, as far as any of the bases underground there being cleared out of, like the reptilians and stuff? Do you know anything that's going on down there? No. No, see, I, you know, they, they said that they were clearing out a lot of the dumbs, you know, but they, these people, you know, they, they have bases all over our solar system. I mean, the Draco have bases all over our solar system. They don't need to have a base on here. If, just because we're clearing out dumbs isn't the end of the war. Right. But it's it, just, it could be liberated, like Antarctica could be, Antarctica could be liberated, essentially, in a way, but it doesn't mean the war is over, right? No, until we're actually until you start seeing the technology I'm telling you about, you know, it still starts coming out. The, the war's not over. There are indicators, uh, and that's one of the indicators: the release of the technology. 
Um, somebody asked if Dan was given the resources financially and otherwise, does he have permission to build these craft and technologies publicly? No, no, no. They're very, they, 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 they're very clear that this stuff's not, we're not allowed to build this stuff yet. Uh, they're real clear about that. So uh, just because you get money, and the CIA has done this before, an investor would come forward and then call up the investor and say, "You don't want to do that." They they actually warn them off because the investors aren't immune like I am. They they can be killed and they they threaten them. They say, "You do that, you're dead." And so they don't. They don't. It was like uh, Dan Willis was telling you that uh, there were 300 people that they examined during his time that they were examining. He's he's a recruiter. And they were examining, they examined these 300 people. And what happens is once you pass the examination, then you get two choices. You either get pulled into the program or they tell you disassemble that and don't tell anybody how to build it. And, right. or you're dead. And, and they see these people aren't immune like it. So when they get threatened, that's it, they're done. It's like, okay, I'm done. I don't wanna do that no more. <laughs> do you have any information about what's happening on the moon right now? No, what have you heard? Well, I just heard same thing uh antarctica like it's like some of the bases oh, are oh, oh battles you're hearing about different specific battles i haven't heard nobody's telling me about any specific battles only thing they told me was end of the year but like i said i don't put stock on their deadlines right. I, I i will know because i'm i mean i talk to these guys regularly because we talk about the release of the technology I, i'll know when it gets released because i'll be i'll be working and that's when i go to work and uh Interesting. Well, shoot me a text whenever that happens. So we no, that's that's the idea. Let, let you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, we're still in this situation where it's suppressed right now. Uh, you're doing what's what's the best thing is to try to get the information out to people, um, and that's what you're doing. You're following the information. You're 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 pulling out the uh, the hardcore evidence. You know, you're pulling that out. I'll give you an example. First of all, testimonial evidence. Testimonial. Remember, I practiced law for 25 years. Testimonial evidence is real evidence. Uh, and all I have to do to, to enter the evidence in a court case is to prove that the government suppressed the real. Once you prove the government suppressed evidence, then you're allowed to introduce testimonial evidence. So first, you have to prove that the government suppressed evidence. And that's really easy to do. I give, just give you one example. There. I mean, give you thousands of examples. But in, on July uh, 19, 9, July 19, 1952, The Washington Post published an article on um, the saucers over, you know, the White House. And in the article, and I read it, in the article it said that they hovered over DC for six hours. And then as soon as I read it, I, I sent it to somebody, it got obscured. And if you try to find it now, you will not find that article. No matter how hard you look, any and when you pull it up, it's obscured, you can't read it. Well, that's intentional suppression. That's, uh, I'm sorry, that's, uh, that's called uh, contaminating evidence or it's called, uh, uh, destroying evidence, you know, and whenever the government does that, that automatically makes testimonial evidence admissible in court. So a lot of the testimony you're getting is good evidence, but, but the way they're counting is they're just coming up with different uh, false testimonies. You know, they're just they're just interjecting and flooding flooding the airways with false testimony. So it's hard to tell which is real, which isn't. Uh, which is why you guys are looking for the hard evidence. We keep looking for the hard evidence, and the more more people that see the hard evidence the reality of the secret space program, the more uh, the more you're going to get people involved in trying to force the change. People right. can, people can, if enough people get involved, they can force the change. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I ask you where this information is coming from. Who's giving you the information? 
Uh, that's why we're going over these photos and these patents, because yeah. right now we're getting stories from people and, and um, just face it. We, we have we just have to take their word for it. And then right. we're, le we're left with like trying to use our intuition and discernment. Like, OK, is this person being truthful or are they being deceptive? And and it gets confusing out there. And you have other people calling them out saying that information is not true. And it's like totally chaotic. Oh, so yeah. If we can ground this and give people yeah. something to sink their teeth into, uh, even if it's just a little bit, I think it really helps give validity to all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I try to bring uh, hard evidence for as much as I can, you know, explain what what that spaceship does and how it works and explain uh, about these different components. Like Tom DeLong, you know, talking about that wafer and then actually giving details about how it works. I gave you a lot more details about that wafer, that bismuth and, mag bismuth and magnesium wafer. And that's what I want to do. I want to keep bringing uh, out the, the real hard evidence of the secret space program. To me, it's tech. The tech is the hard evidence. To me, it's really easy to teach somebody over unity. I gave you that real basic two-page paper on teaching somebody over unity. And th that was the actual original proof that was uh, done by Hertz and Alexander Hertz in 1962. That I, I gave you the, the more current authors. Uh, I did, couldn't find Hertz's article. But, but that's actually proof. And then we talk about, you know, uh, the, the tech is what I like to talk about. That's what they, and that's what you guys are sitting there saying, hey, wait a second, you know, we got somebody who can explain the tech. And that's what. And, and that's how I've approached the, the problem is like, well, let me just focus on what hard evidence I can prove to people. Let right. me just talk about that. You know? So people so, keep asking more and more about the six force. I really like when people ask me specific details about the six force. It's really very exciting for me to be able to explain it. So you, you, you mentioned last time Salvador Pius has passed away and now we have a group. It's a, it's a group of people operating under that name, basically yeah. in honor of him. It's and a team. Have, yeah. It's yeah. a team. Yeah. Um, I asked Michael Sala this question and he yeah. and he he seems to think that, no, it's it's a real guy who's still alive. And, and all his research pointed yeah. to somebody who's still alive. So where does that information come from that he's passed? Well, the military uh, doesn't do single person projects and okay. especially especially mass reduction. Right. <laughs> you, you know, that's not a single person project. Right. And yeah. compact fusion, this is not a single person project. Talking about, uh, if not hundreds, at least 30 engineers. Well, that's not one guy. That's not yeah. Salvatore Pius. So the huge risk factor if, if it was just one guy that was. Well, they, no, they, that's know. not how that's not how the Navy does. It's it. not they, how they, they operate. Yeah, no, they put whole they put whole teams together. And yeah. a lot of times people are just working little pieces and this guy doesn't know what that guy's doing. And, and so it's not yeah. like this one guy. That's how you know for sure it's not Salvatore Pius. But they put it out there as if, oh, this is the guy. This one guy. No, but no. Of course, they're no. going to do that. No. You know? Now, the, there was a Salvatore Pius and it's an honorary. This is what was told to me by the agency. Yeah, he that, probably was a real guy. Right, yeah, there was a real guy, and he was one of the scientists. Yeah, but but they but they're not going to give you the names. They can't give you the names of their scientists. Secret Space Program isn't going to give you the names of any of their scientists. I actually know some of them, but they're not going to give you those names. Um, yeah. So uh, this is how they cover that up. We, yeah. They're going to choose somebody that's not alive. You can't find him. You're not going to find him. He's not alive. Right. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Interesting to me. So some of these questions, I don't even know if you'll be able to answer. I guess somebody wants to know, is the universe predominantly, um, is the universe at war predominantly beyond earthly humans? Um, I'm not sure what they mean by that. Uh, but what kind of wars are we seeing take place out there right now? I mean, it's just just a straight Draco versus the humans or what's going on? No, no, the, the, the Draco are a whole group of, you know, the Draco have uh, 
they rule millions of planets, millions of planets in thousands of galaxies. They're all over, they've been over, over the place. So if the Draco are usually involved in taking over different solar systems, that's their thing, you know. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what the spear beings are doing. They kind of counter the Draco. They're like the police of the universe. They try to keep the Draco from subjugating um, up and coming species that shouldn't be enslaved. We're not a species that should be enslaved, according to the spear beings. So the the Draco are always in conflict. That's their thing. They're warrior races. But but there are many advanced races that that just stay away from them. They, they just make an agreement with Draco. We, we're not gonna interfere with what you do, leave us alone. And that's what a lot of the advanced species do because they're too small. They're just small groups. They're not really as huge as the Draconian empire. And that's your problem when you're dealing with a very powerful, huge empire is that it's not so easy to get free from them. The spirit beings allowed us to do that by because they have more advanced technology than the Draco, but war, you know, what you're, what you're asking is, is, is the universe just full of war? No, no. Yeah. Right. It just, I mean, our solar system, maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, this is temporary, you know, it's, it's, it's just part of our history that this, this, was, this was how we were going to uh, develop into a space-faring species. This is just how it was going to happen. Yeah. Now, so you see, oh, sorry, did I cut you off? Were you going to? No, no. The idea is that it's not. A, it's the, the universe is not a, um, you know, a, a place of war. It's all war. It's not like that. It's a very wonderful place, and they're very they're very wonderful uh, planets. And that's right. what some of the that's what some of the people who are actually inside the secret space program who speak for the secret space program. Uh, Randy does speak for him sometimes and so does Corey uh Emery Smith and they were talking about they were talking about some of the species uh that we we're going to be encountering they give you more detail of that and they were saying the, the universe is a wonderful place it's a very wonderful place you know this particular situation we're in that's not going to last forever right so we have a question okay before we get into that question so you don't think it's going to last very long we keep hearing like you, you say you don't put stock in the deadlines right if you no. were a bet if you were a betting man like within 20 years Within 20 years? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had an indication from the spirit beings. The spirit beings told me in 1982, they gave me kind of a timeline of things. And the timeline has been pretty accurate. They basically said that, you know, China would develop in business and then they would become the number one economy in 30 years. And they did. In 30, I mean, just stuff that you just never. And they told me about magnetic uh, magnetic powered engines and motors, and that would be developed. But but I, I got kind of got like 18 years from now was a timeline I was given, but it could be sooner. See, it's, it's, I just I I don't know for sure. I just know I know what to look for. Like I said, and 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 of course, what you guys are doing is really important because you're getting the word out. You know, you're, right. you're, 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 you know this is real. And you keep looking for the evidence and then you're getting that evidence out. And that's, that's, that's how it begins. And then eventually uh, more and more people uh, will demand the change. Yeah. Right. Thank you for sharing that. Um, somebody asked, thank you, free range brain for the uh, donation. Yeah, thank you. And they asked, uh, did they use mass reduction in the Apollo moon landings? No. If those were, if those were even real. No, they, they did land on the moon. Uh, but and then they were, you know, told to leave. 
Right. So, uh, but and then they they and then they were all ordered to secrecy, and then all of the all the evidence was destroyed. There's a guy that puts a there was some guy that puts together a lot of really good pictures of uh, of the moon and objects on the moon. That you know, the, when NASA tries to cover stuff, I'm sorry, when the secret space program tries to cover stuff up, they're not really very good at. It. Yeah, they mostly depend. They mostly, yeah, they mostly, they mostly depend on the giggle factor, they, the propaganda, keep propagandizing people. And then, then that's why I'm trying to focus on the hard evidence. You know, hard evidence of the six force. What's the six force? What does it do? How do you look? Where, where is it? How do you look? How do you see that in reality? You know, you know how do you, you know the nails coming up from the surface? That's proof of the six force. You know, uh, uh, sailing rocks across uh, Death Valley. Proof of the six force. You see. Oh, that's what that is. Those sailing, those rocks, sailing just, rocks across Death Valley. See what yeah, happens? Yeah, I've seen is, the videos of that. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is lightning, lightning produces that electromagnetic wave that I was telling you about at the two hundred megahertz frequency, and so it, when it hits the ground or the other way around, doesn't matter. Anyway, so it, what that does is it really it, it, the the uh, lightning releases a produces a two hundred megahertz electromagnetic wave. Uh, it's actually a square wave. Square is square. Anyway, neither here or there. So it's a square wave. And then what that does is that goes rushing across the desert. And and um, <clears throat> iron amplifies the six sports. So you have these rocks and they're iron. They're, they're, they're iron. They're mostly iron, 80% iron that are, that are laying, laying there. That's, uh, eh, I forgot the name of it. But it's iron. It's mostly iron, those rocks. And so when the six sports hits that rock, it, it, it actually amplifies the six force and pushes it down. And then when it pushes the six force down, uh, then that repels gravity. So all of a sudden now that stone starts levitating and you got the wind blowing it across and then, then it blows it across the desert. Those are the sailing stones. Yeah. So the sailing stones, the sailing stones are proof of the six force. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's another uh, question. What's going to happen with our economy and what should we be doing to prepare? <laughs> Oh God! They're always the, the ICC has always been, you know, doing that in economic uh, in slavery. Uh, the Babylonian money magic system requires them to constantly go up and down, you know, uh, recession, depression, you know, and then back up to a boom, and they keep doing that cycles. It's all very predictable, uh, yeah. and they just keep doing. That. And they're going to then, then the ICC will continue to do it. That's the way. That's the way they steal your money. Keep us all locked into work. Yeah, if you, all of a sudden you got lives away. You lose your job because there's a recession, and now you can't pay your bills, and now they take yeah. back your all the properties you you've mortgaged, and that's how they do that. That's how they go, and they. So what do we what do we expect to see here? Is this going to just keep getting worse, or what do you what do you? We'll continue as long as the ICC controls, they will continue to use economic slavery to acclimate you towards your slave existence. That's what they told the Draco. They told the Draco they were going to continue with the agreement, and they're continue they're going to continue to. Uh, put, do the economic slavery thing um, because the Drake are saying we're going to be able to bring down the outer barrier and we want you to stay with the agreement. So the U.S. has been doing that. But but at the same time, they're looking to try to figure out how to defeat them. There's there's supposed to be a shooting war and there probably is, you know. Right. Were you going to ask a question, Aaron? Well, there's there's all the talk about there's like the reset, um, the cabals reset. Which is the bad right. one? Which is like the one they want, where they're saying like you won't, you will own nothing and be happy, and it's basically pure communism, essentially, just on a global scale, is what they want. But then there's like the white hats reset, which is, you know, there's going to be a crash, but then they're going to flip a switch and and then, um, you know, 
basically everything in the cabal, all their slavery, economic stuff is going to go away and yeah. our money will actually be backed by things and it'll be a lot better. We'll be a lot better off. It's not like everyone's going to, the whole Nassara where everyone gets rich, it's not going to be like that. Obviously no. that's like a fake version that gets thrown out there, Yeah, yeah. but it's going to be basically what, you know, if we're going to have a money system, it's going to be what it should be basically not, not what it currently is. Yeah. But, uh, you don't have to work, see? Yeah, but you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's free energy know, and everything else will be yeah, hopefully yeah. released. And so, now whether they, whether they, whether they whether the government, the new government, forces everybody to work, says okay, you're required to go to work. That's that's the law. You know, okay, you don't have to because you know you don't economically need to. But then most people will just go to school and engage in. They keep saying like a Star Trek society, people become professionally involved, artists and professional, and, and then, then they're more interested in doing the things that they want to do because they enjoy yeah. doing it rather than doing it because they have to do it. And then a lot of menial tasks will be taken over by um, robotics. You know? Machines and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's going to be, I'm assuming there's going to be a transition because you can't just go from money this money system we have now to, to no money. Right, right. They don't, I, want to, they don't want to do that. Yeah, I so haven't heard any details. A little transition there, yeah. I haven't heard any details that keep saying that all debts will be forgiven. Mm, uh, yep. Everybody's going to get like uh, one or 2000 a month and uh, no taxes, uh, no cost of education. You know, it's all kinds of stuff that, that that's mentioned. Yeah, and, that's taxes, all, and, that, and, and that's all doable. You know? Taxes are like... So much of that is against the constitution anyway. It's all basically being done illegally and yeah. we're just believing it's, yeah. oh, it's all just all, how it is. And it's like, yeah. no, it's right. uh, all part of the money all, magic, yeah, money magic system. But that all ends too. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that you like your prediction of 18 years, you think this financial system is going to go? I, I just had, uh, that, that was how I counted it once from what the spirit beings told me. In right. 82. But that's 82. Sure. So it's totally up in the air right now, basically. I don't know. I, 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 he's saying at the end of the year, but I don't see it. See, I get, when I get paid and I'm supposed to get paid, I'm supposed to be the, uh, chief technology officer of the company that brings out this technology. Not, I won't be the only company, there'll be other companies, but the secret space for personnel, they want to control the company that's going to release the technology. So if they're telling me I'm, I'm going to be working with that company, then that's the company that's going to end up being releasing technology. And they're going to everybody. They they watch everybody. They know everybody and everybody potentially can do this. And so uh, they're coming to me saying, yeah, I'm going to, I'm, uh, I'm, so when they actually hire me and I actually start going to work, um, then I'll, then I'll give you guys more information. One of the things that's going on is they want me to go to, to DC. They wanted to go to DC. They haven't given me a ticket yet. They, they want me to go to DC and uh, go around to all the different engineers uh, in the Department of Energy and Department of Defense and start discussing uh, what technologies are going to get released. They want me to actually go let, give this lecture. First, I've had a number of debates with the Navy admirals here. And then now they want me to go to DC and debate with a bunch of people there. So there's a lot of that going on. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, so, I have to educate, I have to educate the current administration as to what's going to happen. And I have to explain to them, me explain to them. So if I start doing that, then, then you're getting closer. So you right. get to go to DC and start teaching a bunch of people about the technology and, and 
you know, the transition and have those debates. It's still just a waiting game right now, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your Um, thoughts on the jab and the agenda there? And because there's a lot of people I'm seeing in the comments right now, obviously a lot of people are worried about it and, oh my God, they're going to force everyone to get it. And uh, I don't, I don't think it's so terrible, except for if it does, if it does alter DNA and apparently it's supposed to, it just makes it that much harder for you to be able to use a med bed. Well, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't, how far do you think they're going to be able to get away with? Cause right. You know, they're moving towards like, you're not going to be able to do anything without, getting the jab you know groceries i I think that's what i think that's i think that's what's going down you know but do you think they're do you think it's going to get so bad that it's literally going to because a lot of people that's what they're worried about that like it's going to get so bad that you know well in australia in in australia Australia, it's already happened if you don't have a jab by november 13th you have to pay a five thousand dollar fine that's real that's oh my god oh my god yeah here here you can't get a job there's a lot of jobs you can't get a lot of jobs that are people are quitting or getting fired already yeah Yeah. right right yeah i haven't seen any i haven't seen any lawsuits i expected to see some lawsuits but they're not going to go anywhere so everyone's kind of wondering like how much longer this this nonsense and craziness is going to keep going on when everybody gets jabbed i guess <laughs> then I, be, I mean i'm not <laughs> i mean yeah, i know yeah. many people tyler you know yeah, yeah. but we're but we're in posi- we're in different positions than other people you, when you go to somebody and say you can't work here anymore unless you get jabbed then that becomes an issue you need that for your family so it's pretty it's pretty tough in my, in my mind well we're already seeing this too is that so many companies they're they're like underestimating how many people are, are refusing to get the jab and then like southwest airlines which just happened they had to cancel all their flight they couldn't operate because so many people uh right. took off and they're like refusing to get it so they're like right. oh yeah. oh we changed their mind you can yeah. you're fine you're fine and we've seen that with other companies too they, they say that and then all these people say okay see ya and then they're like oh wait 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 you know they can't they realize they can't operate because yeah. there's way too many people that aren't yeah. No, it's not a good idea, and I refuse to get it. Yeah. Well, there was a Burger King that actually there was a Burger King that had a sign that said, uh, "Sorry for the inconvenience, we all quit um, due to the mandatory <laughs> jab yeah. or something, something along those lines." But they just they just all quit and didn't show up. But you know, you have the trucker hurt. thing in Australia. Like, yeah. it's there. I think they're you know, the, it's it's the agenda they want, but it's you got to understand like we have the power. The people have the power. Like if, if enough of us refuse it and enough of us stand up, like there's nothing they can do. You know, they're, it's going to shut down everything. It's going to shut yeah. down the entire economy. And they're like, all right, all right, fine. You know, right. you're just kind of like pushing it as far as they can, seeing how far they can, you yeah. know, how much we'll, we'll agree to and, and just go along with. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. The people are pretty powerful. If they can do a thing, it's the initiative process and people aren't aware of the initiative process and how powerful it is. I personally yeah. think that, that that's where we're going. And where the people start doing initiatives, that that's where you you write your own laws, and uh, no politicians are involved. The initiative process, right. and you know, they'll do things like uh, uh, shutting down corporations that are involved in suppressing technology, and that's the kind of stuff you can do with an initiative. And they literally shut down a company. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can attack the ICC. The ICC are a bunch of companies. It's not a bunch of wacko uh, uh, crazy people. They're they're the people that run all of the aerospace companies in, in the United States, those that's the ICC, they're real companies. Uh, but we can actually shut down those companies. The people can shut down those companies and close them down in a single stroke. Uh, and that's that's where I'm hoping uh, people will wake up and start using their initiative 
process techniques. But, but, but before then, we we might see the ICC bring out the technology before they allow that mm-hmm. to occur. They don't want us to control their company. So if they see us getting too close to initiative using the initiative process wisely, then they, they might just start releasing the technology. Yeah, but to me, to like me all that, they care about is that they're them surviving. And, and yeah, they want to survive. They want to survive and stay in power. And staying then in power and all the yeah, rest. They want to survive and stay in power, even in the transition away from you know the Draco and, and into the, the they call it the new age. They call it the new age. Yeah. What are what are your thoughts on the five G towers um, being repurposed for some type of free energy? We've heard this from people before saying yeah. that it can be tuned to a different frequency and actually be utilized for good. Is that yeah. actually well? True? That's actually a very, very low level uh, of technology. Nikola Tesla was was with that wireless transmission of a power. And the Japanese have actually patented, I actually read the patents, have patented different vehicles that, that take that, uh, uh, it's electricity that's transported wirelessly. And so these towers that you're talking about that they that they wanted to do, this was actually a discussion. We had a major discussion. And they want to put these towers in that draw energy from the earth. You can actually draw energy directly from the earth in a large tower. And then you can transmit that electricity wirelessly to automobiles. And that was actually a, a major debate. They were actually really thinking about going in that direction because they don't, they think the ICC, they don't want to release high technology. So they want to release as low as the technology they can get away with. And, so that was a major debate, but the problem with uh, wireless transmission of electricity, and that's what you're talking about, by the way, is uh, is that you have to have a battery on board, and batteries are really bad technology. So we have another question. How many production facilities are located underground and use slave labor, if, if you even have like a way Mars. of answering it, or like on the, Mars? The manufacturing facilities... Uh, they took the manufacturing facilities off the planet because they didn't want anybody to discover everyone was always looking around for area 51, you know, and lots of people would always looking around all over the earth for secret uh, bases and like that. It's not uncommon. And then a lot of the secret bases, you can't access them physically. You can only transport into them. Um, so there are secret manufacturing facilities, but the major manufacturing facilities that we had, meaning the United States, ICC, the ICC had is, was on Mars, is on Mars. There are five major complexes and they do all, we do all our manufacturing from there. And we pull all of our resources off the uh, Kuiper Belt, all the, all the asteroids around the Kuiper Belt, we pull all of our minerals and resources. They don't, they don't even mine anything on Earth. So the ICC doesn't, doesn't use Earth for manufacturing. Interesting. So it's like all but gone off planet. I'm sure there's something small I'm sure there's some left somewhere. Yeah, we have some things here, but uh, but they they just moved it all off. It's just so much easier for them to move it all off. Well, and if you're trying to operate in secrecy, that's you know, the reason. Yeah, yeah, you don't even have to try then, and, and it's yeah. probably cost less. You don't have to you don't have to build an underground base 24 mm-hmm. stories below the surface. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was the original. That was originally what happened. It was Japanese base. It was a summer a submarine base because that was at the ocean it was a submarine base right. uh, but that was that was the original that was over the original underground bases but you're talking about manufacturing and manufacturing is done in this solar system on mars and now that we're locked into this solar system that's the exclusive area for manufacturing high tech uh is on mars they don't they don't do it here interesting um is there anything else that you'd like to share before we start wrapping this up 
No, no, you guys are, you know, you guys ask all kinds of cool stuff. I, I can't think of anything right offhand. I, I understand why, you know, why people, uh, they want to know once it's going to end, you know, okay, well, we're just yeah. labor. So when's it going to end? When's it going to end? And I'm just not getting that. I'm just not getting much information on that. Somebody um, asked, I'm not somebody asked is Trump, is Trump going to come back? Do you think Trump's <laughs> No, come back? no. And Trump's, Trump's not a, Trump was there and he facilitated uh, White Hat's. He, he did a job. He did. A he job. did a specific job and that was yeah. it. And now he's, and now he's done. So it's not coming back. Well, yeah, he well, but he potentially sounds like he's going to run again based on what he's telling people. But the I Republicans, mean, the Republicans have to nominate him. Oh, right. I'm sorry. When you've been a president, it's like an automatic, and and the, and the Republican Party has to do that. So he may run again. It's possible. Yeah, it sounds so, like. But, but I think they'll do the same thing they did you before, think, which is they'll break the, the election. Do you think the fake Biden administration is going to going to last the whole four years? <laughs> it yeah, seems yeah, pretty yeah. fake. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I don't even think he's the same guy. You know? Well, I don't even think he's still alive. It's it's not. Yeah, actually, that too. It's like it's not actually him. two different people entirely. Like, but well, but somebody, like, I mean, like, are, is that is it going to last the whole four years of all this nonsense? And then it's going to change. Like, is a lot of people are like, how much longer is this going to last? If the, the military really is con- in control, why are they? Well, he, yeah, like he doesn't he doesn't know. Like you say, he's being told maybe the end of the year. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just I don't know if it's going to be the end of the year or that soon, but it's just like, are they going to let this go whole term? You know? Yeah. See, I, I don't think so. I don't think Trump's coming back and I don't see the military being in power. The ICC, what I see is the ICC is in power. And, they, and, they're, and they're still going along with the program that they originally signed on to with the Drago. They're still going along with it. They may be secretly you know trying to get together with other people to undermine uh the icc but i'm not hearing too much help i hope to hear more you know as right time goes on. you go and share what you know yeah so um, essentially to me like you know it, what it sounds like is so obviously we talked about the sphere beings creating a bubble so like the bad guys can't no one can get in no one can get out right the plants being protected from being destroyed so and so we can't blow ourselves up or cause any, you know. Right. And the Draco can't take us out or the bad guys can't take us out. Well, the Draco but, want the Draco want to rule the barrier so that they can sell us. Yeah, they but wanna... they're still here to some degree and they're still a war. So like it's almost like now we just gotta clean up this mess that's here. And it's yeah. just a matter of how long that's gonna take. But, right. but there's no way it's gonna ultimately we're gonna win and and like you said, we're yeah. gonna have this. Yeah freedom and this amazing technology and all the rest yeah. of it but it's just a matter of like how i guess how fast people wake up yeah we're just hoping it's sooner stop consenting to tyranny and all the rest of it right right um well we're we're hopeful and uh you know all we can do at this point like we said is just you know work on what's important work on you you know uh even being on social media anymore it's like how much is that actually serving us you know all this disinfo and all this stuff going around uh it can really throw you off your throw you off course and i mean just guys get outside you know spend some time outside just really yeah uh, focus on the matrix that's that's a big part of this too yeah yeah unplug the more more people that stop feeding their energy into the matrix and unplug yeah you know to put it simply i think that's that's really the biggest aspect of this. Right. Right. So yeah, this is all very, uh, very interesting. Um, there's a lot of information going on flying around right now. So, 
it's it's a wait and see game. You know, we can we can take everybody's word for it. But what in the end of the day, we just don't know when uh, even Dan himself uh, doesn't even believe the deadlines that he's being given from uh, his people who are actually involved. So if if we're getting that type of information, it truly does seem like we just don't know. And it's not really important to focus and worry. I say it's not important to worry about when. There's other things that we yeah. should be doing right now. And we can be standing up and locally. There's things we can be doing to get involved and whatever you're called to. I don't think it's just one answer for all of us. It's all down to the individual. So um, thanks for coming on, Dan. This has been great. This has been great. We yeah. uh, covered a lot. I know. And there's probably a ton more we can get into, but uh, we've been going for almost two hours now. So we're going to start really? wrapping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Almost. We're going to start wrapping this up. Um, Thank you guys. Thank you for the donations. Thank you, uh, Jace from Cosmic Origins for feeding me some questions so I don't, didn't have to find them in the chat. Um, what else was I going to say? Thank you guys all for tuning in. Thanks, Dan, for coming on. Uh, don't forget to grab a ticket to the Secret Space Conference if you're interested. Uh, we went over that in the beginning of the show. If you missed it, you can go back and watch it. We went over all those details. The link is below. Uh, there's also some other links I put below that Dan has sent me privately to just um, talking about some of this technology and stuff. They're just websites you can go to and read some more about it. Um, uh, 10% off the Omnia radiation balancer. It harmonizes the radiation coming into any radiating device. Uh, that is promo code truth. That link is below. Um, if you guys are looking for a new CBD, Hopewell Farm CBD uh, is amazing. You get 10% off that with journey to promo code journey to truth 10 and all of our CGI, all of our CGI, all of our all Teespring, of all of our Teespring merchandise is 15% off with promo code CGI Joe. And all those links are below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. Have a great night. Good night guys. Good night. Not so fast. Now I got to go back to the screen so I can end it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, just kidding. All right. Now we are ended. All right. There we go. Thanks, guys.